the last virtue that the church want to instill upon each and every one of us for the fourth Sunday of Advent is the virtue of peace. When I pray about peace, the the part of the Mass that comes to mind the most to me is right after we say our prayer. And as a priest, I would say to you, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace come from Christ, who is the Prince of Peace, and peace is different than any version of utopia or any version of nonviolence or a lack of war that we can ever comprehend or understand. Just because we are at peace with ourselves, with the Lord, and with one another does not mean that we do not go without struggles. There will always be ups and downs, challenges, hard moments, and stormy seasons of life. But the peace that come from God, the peace that He gives to us, huh, help us to rise above our sinfulness, our brokenness, our humanity, the things that divide us from one another, huh, to strengthen the faith of the church. Because Christ is the Prince of Peace. He comes to so that we know who we are as beloved sons and daughters of God, our Heavenly Father, as His beloved disciples and instruments of the Holy Spirit. His peace is being granted to us so that we seek unity, so that we build huh, the church after uh, His love for humanity, the self-giving, the sacrificial, the outpouring love that has shown to us. In just a few hours, we will celebrate Christmas. And this love that Christ has shown us through the Incarnation, huh, that He had chosen to become one of us, to live like us in all things but sin. This love is tremendous. Huh? This love is incomprehensible. This love is outpouring. And this love is immeasurable. My peace I give you, said the Lord. Huh? So His peace is given to us. So that we can rise above our sinfulness, our frailty, our humanity. Uh, so that we can strengthen our, our faith is being strengthened. So that we can work with one another for the good of the church, the good of the world. So that we seek unity in Him. Just a few days ago, I already preached about uh, the gospel reading uh, about the Annunciation and Mother Mary. When she said fiat, when she said yes to the Archangel Gabriel, she was at peace with God's plan. Initially, she questioned, how can this be? Hmm? How can this be? According to her own human comprehension, but she trusted in the Lord, and the Lord gave her peace. Through the power and working of the Holy Spirit, she believed Hmm? And she answered with such faith. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. 
my brothers and sisters. Uh, God's words, His faithfulness, and His peace is beyond what we can comprehend. Hmm? It's, uh, it's had the ability to make things that seem to be impossible, possible. And it begins with us first. But we have to humbly open ourselves, humbly receive Him, and humbly allowing ourselves to be His servant. Too often time we come to God and expect Him to be our butler, huh? our genie, or our answer instead of fully trusting in Him. My brothers and sisters, is the peace of the Lord with you and I? Or are we looking for peace according to our humanistic or political or social or our mundane understanding? Where does our peace lies? That it lies with the Lord or that it lies in this world? If it lies with the Lord and we understand that this is His peace given to us, we ask Him to help us look beyond our sinfulness, our frailty, our humanity, our brokenness, so that we can work with one another for the good of the church, for the good of the world, so that we can seek unity in accordance with His will. Today, when I pray about all of the readings, especially, especially the virtue of peace, the one person come to mind when I pray about all of these is Deacon Emilio Popo Gonzalez. I came to know Deacon Popo uh, when I was first ordained as a priest and assigned to Immaculate Conception Parish in Denton. He and I are totally different uh, on, on many different political issues. And he's, he was very outspoken about uh, what he believed. But the one thing that we love about each other is that we were able to be respectful of each other. And we love the poor, the abandoned, the forgotten. As a matter of fact, Deacon Popo was the one that really encouraged me to learn Spanish. That's, I still remember my first weekend at the parish. After... Uh, hearing uh, or being thrown into uh, the fire, uh, being tested by fire uh, with a long line of confession. Most of them were in Spanish at my first weekend at the parish. I remember my first time doing Mass in Spanish. I was shaking with fear, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with a lot of nervousness. My adrenaline was running high. I was afraid because I was totally unprepared. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, even though I would uh, be able to read Spanish by myself, I'd never done Mass as a priest leading a congregation in Spanish. I was afraid. I felt insufficient. Popo stood by me at that Mass. And one part of the Mass, when we sat down, he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, trust in the Lord, Father. And he became an encouragement for me to learn Spanish. He made me this promise 
in the beginning, Father, I will help you uh, write some of the, the introduction and the things you think you need for Mass. But slowly, I'm going to ask you to step up and do what is possible. So in the beginning, I asked him to help me to pronunciate proper words at Mass. Help me to write the short sentences to say that Mass. Help me to say the Mass well. And then he was so encouraging that he said, as long as you, uh, you are willing to learn, I'll make you a promise that I will buy you your favorite tacos as an encouragement. Every, uh, every weekend without fail, Popo would go out of his way to buy me my favorite tacos, tacos de lengua, my favorite ever. And he went out of his way to do that to encourage me so that I can learn Spanish in order to be a better spiritual father, a priest, a shepherd to the people that God had entrusted to me. And slowly, Popo stepped back and asked me to write my own homily. And he encouraged me to speak spontaneously. Through Popo's help and through his, uh, his encouragement integrating me into the Spanish-speaking community, I began to, f uh, to fall in love with the Spanish-speaking people. As a matter of fact, a lot of my Facebook friends and followers uh, were people from Immaculate Conception in Denton. Deacon Popo is no longer with us. He had gone to the house of the Lord. But Popo had left me a great example and a great memory and ingrained deep within me an important chapter in my life. Popo taught me how to be humble, how to be graceful, and how to continue to grow in the Lord, knowing that even when I say yes, I still have to push myself to grow and expand my heart so that I can be with the people who have been entrusted to me. Popo was that example that helped me to find peace. Peace in knowing that if the Lord calls me where I am, He will give me the sufficient grace to grow where I've been planted. It was not easy, it was hard, but also through his encouragement, he showed me that God is faithful and my peace come from God. My brothers and sisters, as we celebrate uh, the fourth Sunday of Advent, I invite you to recall the same thing. Go back to, uh, uh, to the, uh, uh, the past of your life and see the people who have encouraged you, who have brought you peace, and who have helped you and I to grow where the Lord had planted us. Mother Mary said yes. She had to rise above all of her uh, uh, human reservation and trust in the Lord by saying, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. May we have the same humility, the same trust, huh? and the, uh, the same perseverance in the Lord so that his peace is with us.